Yeah, parking was, I don't know. I always found decent parking up there. We're on, by the way. This is on. We're on. We're ready to roll. Yes. But, um, yeah, we, well, we were going to, the, was going to the same spot. It was just like a, one of those little between some shops. I like would always just, I just always alley. find a dude who would be like, yeah, man, you can park here. Charge me, you know what I mean? Like, just some homeless guy. No, like, a, there's there's like a couple little bars public. that had like in the alley a couple spots that I yeah. knew about, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. always, you know, 20 bucks, 25 bucks. But speaking of baseball, dude, so I'm sure you've seen things about that the banana team, yes, okay, and they have like their own league with their own rules and shit. Yeah, they're like the they're like the Glo- heart of Globetrotters. So, they some of the things they have are actually pretty badass. Okay. Uh, so the way you score is you win the inning. Whoever has the most runs in that inning gets a point. Innings are worth a point. So you can have a badass inning. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win the game. Yeah. So it's what, or it doesn't end you. They could run ten right, points right. up in an inning, and right. that doesn't necessarily. And then, like, end yeah, you. yeah, they can run. If they score, you know, 15 runs in the first inning, they get a point for that. All you got to do is score one fucking more run than them in an inning to win the inning. And it's their time limit is two hours. After two hours, game's done. That's it. We're done. Whatever, watever point we're at in two hours, that's where it's at. That's all like the boxing score. And their one, games one are usually round. finished within two hours. Even though they fucking dance and do all the bullshit, they still get it done in two hours. And That's I heard nice. one of the guys talking. He said the reason why is like it's not pitch. He's like the pitch clock is stupid. They have a rule in that base. The banana baseball shit is once you're in the box, you can't step out of the box. And batters have to step out and fucking stretch and tighten their gloves and fucking grab their nuts and their pattern. That you know what I mean. Every right. t- after every pitch. It's like, nope, once you're in the box, you stay in the fucking box. Right. And there's, that speeds up the game. There's some of them, some of them are, are an incredible amount of... Uh, Ritual uh, and fucking, fucking... One glove. Yep. Two gloves. Tap foot, tap foot, tap toe, go down. Swing, swing, spit, spit, two, stare. Tap the base in a cross pattern. Yeah, dude, fucking... Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. <laughs> Light me at five. Like, where's the line? Five. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> this is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan. Rusty Nixon and Jason LaFoon. Light me at five. <sighs> tut, tut, tut. What is today? I don't even know what day it is at this point. This is the 30th. Tut, tut, tut. Sing of the Wild. Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. Hopefully, Rusty catches our spot there. I'm sure he will. Well, he doesn't respond to text anymore. He's pretty much just said, I hate the Light Me at Five fans. I hate the Light Me at Five world. I mean, what can we say? I've been playing my son. My son. So there was like this creepy closet upstairs in one of the bedrooms. It's, these old farmhouses have it. It's like 
where the roof's all slanted. And the door's at a weird angle. Yeah, it's like a half door. Yeah, yeah. It's like fucking whatever. I'm not sure what the, the purpose of those serve. It's just access to the roofing and shit. And maybe at some point it was closed off then. What do you mean? But you don't have a door. It's not a door that opens. It's like a door. Like there's like a little closet. It's upstairs. It's yeah, one of the and it opens like a, up into the attic-y areas no, of the house. No, it just opens up to this little closet at space that's just angled oh, weird. Yeah, I don't know, man. Doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. Like you got to. But my son has since taken this this what looks like a doorway to hell. I mean, let's be honest. When we first moved in there, I thought no way that if I let the kids know this is fucking here, they're gonna have nightmares. There's a ventriloquist puppet well, in the I corner. Think, I think at one point, like, oh, first, shit. I think when at first he went into the that fuck room, put that in there. <laughs> exactly. That's where they would be though. Like if like if you bought this place and then you moved like a dresser and you go, oh, there's a door back here, and then you'd open it up and there'd be a fucking murderous ventriloquist puppet. That's where they would fucking be. So because like he put a dresser in front of the fucking thing when he first got in there. Anyway, so he's since turned this into quite the uh, gamer's haven, right? He put a gaming he pc it, he, in there he, he made his own little man cave inside of his Dude, room there's there's like a mood lighting that changes color there's fans that are on to circulate the air and then i get in there circulate and, the air to remove the fucking body odor from the teenage child who's well out there. it's not really that he's super anal like he has wipes you gotta wipe down the computer when he's done he wants you to fucking wear gloves and all this bullshit um uh the computer puts off a lot of heat in that room, though. Oh, yeah. It's like a fucking furnace. So, like, you got to circulate the air so that it's not so hot in there. But he's got this game on there. It's got to get liquid cooled PC Liquid cooled PC system with all these fans. Anyway, so he's got this game like a War of Rights, where it's like a multiplayer game online where you're just one of the dudes in the line in the Civil War. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'm getting PTSD from uh, fighting. So <laughs> so you got to shoot and then reload Dude, your muzzle. Yeah, yeah it's fucking, Do you fall back to remote? Like do you drop no. behind the line? Well like like you can you can kneel if you've got something Well, wouldn't like it a, make more sense for me to shoot than get behind you and reload while you shoot? Well, because and then you, it's more effective. We can keep doing that in a line. The problem is it's more effective in like like as you're reloading, they their their rifles over your shoulder. Boom, they fire another one. And you can't hardly see in it. The game is like doesn't let you know if you hit anybody. So you'll line up a beat on someone as they're charging across the field with a bayonet, and then you're like, I got this guy right chest ready, fire, boom, puff of smoke. There's always weird it's like that's, there's weird fucking like rules with that too, where they wouldn't shoot the drummer or the dude holding the flag. Okay, so I did I was the drummer at one point because Leland tells me, Oh dude, you can play as the drummer and it's fun just to watch sometimes and they don't really mess with the drummer. Right. And you just sit there and you can drum away and then like there's like I think it adds bonuses or something to your line if you're adding these like charges them up, right? You're just like, hey dude, check out this line. Because if you're like so like if you die in the line there's no like negatives that affect your unit. If you die off the line, like you're Rambo, like you're a pussy, or like, you're like well, like what they call us Rambos, the guys that like that are, oh, here comes John Rambo, yeah, that, like lose, yeah, yeah, jumps the fence and runs. This across is a team the sport, right, John Rambo. Right, right, this is muzzle loading. You understand? It takes 35 seconds to reload this goddamn gun, and then so like I'm firing. Anyway, I was the drummer boy, and I go up there to drum. 
I was shot dead and then bayoneted twice within minutes. It was fucking some disrespectful ass fucking soldiers. Well, so what Leland tells me, he says, he goes, "You played the South yet?" And I go, "No." And he goes, "It's just an excuse for a bunch of Southerners to use the N word." I think. And I was like, I thought that's what online gaming was for in general. Right. right. And I thought, yeah, exactly. I thought that was just an excuse for everybody. But what's nice is when you're playing this that's game. That's why we still have cars you can drive by yourself right. in America, is so people can use the N word <laughs> when they want to. That's why they don't force carpooling on you. Right. The, um, but that's why in this game, though, they all seem to, 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 to you know, like uh, uh, group up on the southern side. And here's the cr- creepy thing about this game is it's, I, I think it's, there's some sort of word term for it, but you can only hear what's directly around your character. Right, so like your unit, it's not like you, like on You're most. You're hearing online, everybody who's talking. Well, like on most online games, you hear your whole right. squad. They're the just whole trying time. to. It's more realistic, as in right. like whatever's right. in your shot. You have to, to be within ca- a few yeah, feet, right? Gotcha. And that's what you hear. And then and then when a dude's hit, you don't only hear his mic. His dude just is screaming for his mom and shit, right? So you'll hear them. they're coming, boys. You'll hear guys going, "My leg, my leg," and then uh, and then when I get killed. You can still hear as like as the like the rebels like overrun your over position, your and then you hear them talking, and it's a whole bunch of kill them fucking yanks, and there's somebody's playing uh, uh, a Dixie Road or some bullshit, and you so can people hear are like in character as they're doing this. I think they're actual Southerners, and because I haven't heard anybody with a Southern accent, I hear a lot of foreigners playing in the North. But I haven't heard anybody with a southern accent. And then when they, when they, they like the southerners overrun your position, you can hear them talking. They're all fucking southern. They're all legitimate from the hills southern. And they, they, you can hear, like I said, you can hear country music playing on somebody through through the headset on somebody's shit. It's just, it's so surreal. Like it's it, it's creepy. I'm starting to get PTSD though. Is what I'm pretty sure is what I've developed. Living in this little cave, I've been getting in this man cave of his, where everything's like oriented to this battle. I'll tell you what, I haven't done well. Yeah, Civil War. Man. I managed to ban that one dude finally after dying like a hundred times. Yeah, John Rambo, and it's the way to go with a knife. You just start cutting everybody. Well, the problem is, is that you reloading. can't tell if you hit anybody because as soon as you pull the trigger, boom, huge cloud of smoke. I don't know if I hit him. I can't see him. And well, then do they even have sights on those guns, or is they it just do. a point? No, and they aim? have an iron. They have an iron sights that you can pop up. But the, there's drop. There's bullet drop. Dude, so. I watched one video because I found out that they make air powered, twenty two caliber pellet guns. Yes. So I was like, "Well, yeah. I'm gonna." I've se- I've never like seen one in person. No, I'm talking a pistol. Oh, you a pistol that does that? So I was like, "Well, I'm YouTubing this." Right. So now I've just been getting all types of like. And it's about size. Is the pellet then the same? About the same size? Yeah, and it's a compressed air system. You know, is it specifically for like hunting varmints? It's for rodents and target practice. Varmints, yeah. But it shoots at like. Just under a thousand feet per second. Which uh, I'll tell you right now, a twelve gauge shotgun is twelve hundred feet. So it's only it's not very far off. Well, it depends on what you're shooting out of that twelve gauge shotgun. A slug, a slug out of a twelve gauge shotgun is twelve hundred feet per second. Yeah, I was like most like rifles are what like the two thousand foot Probably. per second. Yeah, area. that's what I'm saying. This air powered twenty two pellet gun is not far off of a shotgun it, slug. It, yes, it reminded me like Bill Burr had a bit about that when he was looking for a gun. And they're telling him like yeah. what to get, and he's like, "I don't know. You could defend yourself yeah. with a BB." Yeah. He's like, "Even with a BB gun, you're at least gonna have to go outside and regroup if I shoot you like right in the elbow." <laughs> like, All right, fuck. Okay, goddamn. 
I'm like, yeah, that's this. That's a gun that you could kill somebody with, possibly, potentially. Oh, you yeah. could cause serious damage with that gun if you shoot somebody with it. Yeah, I, I mean, imagine it react like a 22 would inside. Just it costs so away. much money, dude. It's like a fourteen hundred dollar air pistol. Oh, so it's so much cheaper to buy a 22. So you could just buy a gun and shoot somebody. Yeah, with. but their ammo, getting your hands on some 22 ammo, might be your problem. It's these what twenty two is that's like pretty readily available, is it not? Well, when I was still working in that like area, uh, no, there was a big shortage of it, but that was still that was a while ago, man. Yeah, yeah, that was when people that was right before people decided. Well, that was around when the IRS bought up all that ammo too. That's right before J six, dude. IRS bought up seventeen million dollars in ammunition. Well, you need it. It's got. It was they're hiring eighty seven thousand agents. Yeah, you need guns. They need them. They do. Come get that fucking small business money. They do, because I don't know if you know this about a lot of people who hide their, uh, like, I'm not talking rich people who use legitimate means to, like, hide their wealth, but, like, people who are, like, fuck the IRS. Usually when you go to talk to those people about the money they owe, you need a gun to do it because there's going to be a oh, yeah. shootout. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> because, like, I used a, a local accountant, fuck the IRS, uh, to put our money from Light Me Up 5 aside. Oh, great. Um, Is that what happened to Rusty? Is I he... did get some dividends back, and I forgot to bring them to you. We got some pretty sweet keychains that I just in. So, hell yeah. Oh, is that what we made this year? That's what we keychains? made this year. Just say, keychains. did our accountant pay us in moonshine? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that moonshine didn't make it to the table, let's just say. So you had a show last night. Now, when you messaged me and said that you were doing a show at... Dave's D-A-V Right In my head though I thought you typoed Old Navy What? You no. put an It's an old D-A-V Yeah Well I thought you were trying to say An old Navy And then I got to thinking Is Old Navy ever a standalone Because it was like that place in Chesterton It used to be an Applebee's Right That's what I was thinking I was like Oh One of them Old Navy standalones Which is not a lot of those Somebody's no. now converted a, it in into In a strip mall Yeah <laughs> That's what I'm thinking I don't think so I've you're... ever seen A standalone Old Navy I, I swear to God They exist I and maybe it's in my head, but I literally was thinking. So anyway, that's what I'm going through when you messaged me that you're in a fucking standalone old navy somewhere with all the wind, and I'm just like, that's got to be kind of weird. Anyway, it, it was an old disabled American veterans place. Not a day a dab anymore. No, when I the funny part to me was you go DAV. You're like DAV. I never heard of it. Right? And I was like disabled American veterans, and then you're like, oh, I've never heard of that. And I was like, weren't you in the military? <laughs> you don't know what a disabled American veterans is? I know what a, an actual veteran that's disabled is. But it, but then, well, then I messaged you a minute later, and I was like, wait, never strike that. I do know what that is. So the, I I became a, a familiar with DAVs when I was a teenager. I used to go to a DAV with a friend of mine and his parents. Neither of his parents were disabled Americans veterans or even veterans let me, let me pause you for one second jason if you told me at this point as a child you were uh, uh living in austria for a while and you had stuck across some tumbled and saw auschwitz or whatever i would believe every fucking word at this point uh go ahead though 
I'm very but, anxious to hear what happens next. I just, it was just, I always wondered how they were how they got able to get in there. Maybe mentally they were disabled. And it was a bar. It. It's basically just a bar. Well, but, that's what all of but them But kids are. are allowed to be, yeah. No, I don't know. They're just, they're all of them a privately owned bar. I mean, they, the American veterans, the league, all that shit is all privately owned bars. So like, like think of like a club. Like yeah, a, I remember like, as yeah, a teenager, like a uh, punk rock bands used to book shows at the, uh, UAW or VAW. Yeah. UAW is a union. There's VFW. There's Veteran Four yes. Wars. Then there's Shriners. Americans is Shriners. Shriners is something to do with vets, isn't it? No, Shriners, like uh, wear stupid hats and ride golf right. carts and but raise that money a, for isn't that, children. Isn't that something to do with the vets? I think it's Masons, dude. Like, think it's Freemason I shit? I think it is. I don't know. I want to be in the Masons. You know, for all the talk of like how the Masons are like a secret society, I got uh, I'm, I've been getting ads to like join the Masons. Fuck, have you? Well, okay, so this is something that's happened. So they're not that. No, 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 no. So I did. So I listened to this pod on there, and at some point, and I can't remember if it was in the nineties or the early two thousands. I think it was probably the early two thousands. Their memberships were dropping, so they decided to open up to like the public. So I'm listening to this pod, and I hear that, and I'm like, sweet. So then I go to the website, and sure enough, to interest in joining the Masons, click here. So I click there, and it's going to send this message off to the, uh, and I was, it was something we, Rusty and I had been talking about on Coffee with Dean back in the day. So I was like, I'm going to join the freaking Masons, and then I'm going to be like an inside reporter, and I'm going to tell you all about the weird shit they make me do. All the penises that touch my lips. I'm gonna tell you everything. I'm gonna. I took a screenshot of the ad that was a promoted. So I filled this fucking thing out about my interest, how I'm a veteran of this great nation, all the shit. Right. I laid it on. Sent the email off. Never heard another fucking word. The Masons around here apparently didn't want new fucking members. They don't want witty conversation and handsome pictures and their Mason newsletters or whatever the fuck that they do. So, yeah, this is a screenshot I took from... Uh, and they're, they're just advertising to you. This is typical this Jason is, LaFoon shit. This is Reddit. Dean is this is my This shit. is on my Reddit feed, this and is, it's a promoted post from Indiana Freemasons. I want all you people out there to understand, this is the, our life in a nutshell. Dean works really fucking hard for every scraped inch, and then he's turned down by the Masons. Meanwhile, Jason's over here swiping left on all these goddamn ads as they're begging him to fucking join. Is that? It says Freemasons have been taking good men by the hands for more than 300 <laughs> years, exactly. helping them become the best versions of They've themselves. Already judged me. So that's that's what's getting promoted. They in my probably opinion. heard the pod. And they're like, "We're taking Jason." So, but here's the thing, right? Like, I've, Dean's gonna have to wait till next I've year. known some Masons. Uh, well, I, okay. I've of course, heard, you've known them. Did you meet him in Austria when no, you were I'm, there? I met. I met one dude I know is in the Freemasons, and he's very much like. Dude. When you when you ask him about it, he's like, you know, if there's anything you want to know, man, uh, feel free to go to a lodge and talk to somebody. And he's like, what the fuck does that mean? You're not going to tell. I've known you since we were children, but that's the you, you're not going to tell me anything. Some people though tell and then such I used to work, bad stories. And then I used to work with a meth head who had a swastika tattoo who told me that he was. Uh, supposed to be his like his cousin or something is some like major political figure and he was supposed to be in that and he was in some like ritual with the masons when he was a child and yada yada Ugh. 
So you never know, man. Well, I don't know. You said something real important there. Meth head. Now, these guys. Yes. Uh, Paroli, uh, meth head. Yeah. Swastika tattoo. The problem with the meth heads. I don't know how many swastika tattoo. I don't know anybody with swastika tattoo. So, like, you know what? They're probably, they're probably conspiracy guys, too, would be my guess. There's something that the meth head does to you, though, that turns you into... If you weren't a conspiracy person before you started smoking meth, after you ingest all of that Sudafed and fucking bath Drano and shit, you become a conspiracy person. Yeah. So I don't know that I can trust a meth head when it comes to any kind of ritualistic claims on childhood we're not talking about uh fucking carthage and hannibal who was sworn to fucking told me, fight rome dude, he told me about birth. a whole robed ceremony i believe that that much i believe and that's what i wanted to break the fucking case on and get in there and robe up i wanted to robe up maybe we needed to fucking do the call of cthulhu while we were in there maybe we need to sacrifice a demon or something i was down for the shit and they didn't even fucking email me back i even emailed the guy looking you are getting fucking paid advertising on your shit before you know it, i'm gonna be it what's that <laughs> what's that fucking place wizard of the fucking what's that fucking place where they uh all those all those rich people and politicians go and worship the owl god epstein's island no the one that alex jones snuck on to Oh, I'm not. I'm not aware. I, I ever since uh, 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 Chris, I believe it's Gaithright. Gaithright. Yeah, had mentioned that he would look like a, um, uh, a love child that was a cross between Alex Jones and um, Tony Soprano. I uh, I cannot. Every time Alex Jones' name is absolutely brought up. It, my mind immediately links it to him like it is actually his child out there in the world. And I'm wondering if he's getting like any calls on his birthday. Bohemian Grove. Oh, okay, okay. I am somewhat familiar with this. That's okay. what's crazy about Alex. Nixon was there. Nixon was That's there. That's what I'm saying. Alex Jones, as crazy as he is, he just like you almost need to like like isolate. All right, wait. What did he what did he actually say? Yeah, well, right, right. Well, All here's right. the thing. Let's go check into this real quick. Right. Because <laughs> He has called out some crazy right. fucking shit. And, he, and here's, here's what I think Rogan has said. The problem with Alex Jones is he's been right so many times before. <laughs> like this Bohemian Grove thing. I didn't believe that shit. And then I kind of find out Nixon wrote about it and was talking about all these There's hippies a, on this Bohemian Grove. All they want to do is fuck each other. And he wasn't into it. So he wasn't coming back to it. There's a clip that people use. It's from, I haven't, I haven't seen uh, Alex Jones on Rogan, but. It's a clip that gets used all the time from when he was on there, where it's just Alex Jones. He's like, here's the thing. I'm kind of retarded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you kind of uh, are. Yeah, you kind of are. Well, that's what, that's what Rogan said. He said he's had a, like a serious head injury as a child. Yeah, but Rogan <laughs> says that about everybody. That's true, but most people Everybody, probably- they're, like, they're like, so-and-so did this. He's like, but here's the thing. You know they had... A serious head injury as a child. Right? <laughs> I was say, see, most people on his podcast oh, okay, probably have. Cool. Okay, <laughs> cool. Then, then that's an excuse. But well, they had a serious head injury. Well, let me ask you this: <laughs> What constitutes the head injury? Right? Like, I've had three concussions. Is three is three together in a week? Is that a serious head injury? That's the thing, bro. No one knows. No man. one knows. Dude, I just you know, um, what are those? Eric and Tim. Tim Heidecker, he's they do like this weird like weird fucking comedy that's it's not really my thing at all, uh, but he did a parody of a Joe Rogan episode, 
where it's him talking to two dudes and it goes fucking nowhere. And it is, they loop it for 12 hours. <laughs> and I watched like maybe 30 minutes of it. Wait, wait, where was it looped for 12 hours? It's just on YouTube. Oh, oh, so there's this one episode that's just looped. Yes. I don't know how long... The channel is dedicated to this one episode. No, it's just one one thing that he did. He does, like, these weird fucking, like, absurdist comedy things. Okay. Yeah, I probably wouldn't get it either. No, yeah, it's not not my thing really at all. Yeah. But I found out about this. I watched, like, 30 minutes of it, and it's just him pretending to be Joe Rogan uh, talking to two dudes... And they just like talk about nothing really. Oh, okay. But he pulls it off perfectly where they're like, Yeah, last time I saw him was like, I don't know, dude, like San Diego. Yeah, yeah, I saw him in San Diego too. The guy's fucking hilarious, bro. See, this is <laughs> like, why the algorithm has offered you the Freemason spot. Somehow you found out about this. You get I'm nowhere is my algorithm I finding out about this show. There's another level that you've discovered. It's because I watch everything by everybody. Like, I was like, let's pull up my YouTube real quick, and I'll just, we'll just figure out what's It's happening. not like big boobs, big boobs. <laughs> Titties, T-I-D-D-I-E-S. Fucking. So, yeah, okay. That was so, the first time my kids went to look so, because, it, like, they used to, always searched on my Google. Titties. So, so when it came up, so when it came up, what they searched for, it came up on when I hit search bar, it, like, the history search from a home computer pops Ladies up. Ladies with big boobs. It was big boobies is what it was. Big boobies and then titties with T-D-D-Y. <laughs> they were young. I don't remember how old. That, that was the first time I noticed they were looking shit up. So in my, like, up here, my little thing where you scroll and it yeah. gives you. yeah. First thing it says podcast. Where mine said titties. Yours said okay. podcast. Okay. Second one it says body cam videos. Now here's the thing. <laughs> if you watch body cam videos, then the algorithm will start kicking you more right leaning shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. Sketch comedy, which I don't watch sketch comedy at all, but you're throwing that into the salt to counteract your body videos. Electric I guitar is in here. I watch oh, that's all you guitar videos. That's, that's just I search some of that shit. Right. So. Okay. Mixes, which is like um, it's always like uh, it's a uh, live guitar audio. So it's like watching rig rundowns, like what amp setups people is use. Is that how you like get the Freemasons news? And that's both. That's both. That's that's there's everything. some Fox News yeah. or CNN. A little, of, a little bit of Hamas news. Music, MLB, yeah. highlight films. I don't know. Courts. Courts. Live. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What's, the, what's the courts? Like, what are you looking up? Uh, like court proceedings. Yeah. Like, people in court. Just the court video of, like, right. r- ridiculous people, like, making ridiculous claims and the judge being like, that's stupid. No. All right, so when I was getting divorced, my ex-wife looked at the judge and says, I don't care if the kids live with him. I just don't want to pay any support, and I want to claim them on my taxes. And then the last time ones I have are um, progressive rock and woodworking. So, you know, I see all types of shit. What progressive rock were you jamming out to, sir? I wasn't. That's the thing. Um, I don't know. I probably looked at some guitar video that was. You said that that was up the YouTube one? Yeah, if you go to YouTube, it'll Not up at sure. the top in your YouTube. It is. 
<laughs> It'll still be saying titties. Well, this is uh, all right. Let's see. Um, okay, so mine goes Chris Porter, stand up, mm-hmm. DIY comedy, South Bend, Pat McAfee show, Dan Cummins, Anthony Jeselnik, Grand Thumb. I looked up Grand Thumb where you, it's. Where oh, you you're no, you're to, looking in your searches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Titties, titties. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, oh, I got you. You're talking about this this thing right here, the suggested thing. If you go up and then scroll this way. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, first thing up, gaming. Hell yeah. Then podcast. And then, well, see, this is still slanted because this is my son's shit. My son's always on here when he looks up shit on uh, TV. I mean, whatever excuse you need to make to apologize <laughs> for your, your, your search. Infantry, uh, history, troops, precision sports. What the hell's that? I don't know. Sketch comedy, which I never fucking Let's see. sketch comedy. Music, film criticisms. I do criticize. I'm really good at that. Quarterbacks. I don't even watch football. Quarterbacks popping up. Game shows. Dramedy. So, yeah, I get a wide range of stuff. Well, like my range wasn't wide enough for the Freemasons? Is that what you're suggesting? I don't know. You didn't have any news on there. You didn't have any cop stuff. You didn't have any court stuff. I had more than enough troop stuff to make up for the cops. I got a lot of business things I'm doing. (laughs) I got a lot of pieces I'm moving. (laughs) My divorce court shit. I watch. I watch a lot of drunk people. The fact that you've watched every episode of the Johnny Depp Herb trial like three times, and you're going to be like, well, it's legal shit I'm working on. It is, man. Okay. I got a fucking, I bet you shit in my bed. I'm going to make sure she goes down. <laughs> I got to know all the angles. Dude, so. So the, the show at Dave's. Dave's. Yeah. Old Dave's. Old, old Davies. Oh, oh. How'd it go? The dab. It was, it was all right, man. It's a, it, it was a, it's an old DAV. It's now a supper club. Yeah. Well, it, uh, I don't know, man. So like, I, this is the second time I've been on a show with Jenny where, when we said we were there and we were performers, they were like, both of you? <laughs> <laughs> it happened, the the one we did in Michigan, that yeah. was a shit that show. That guy was a fucking aggressive door dude. And then I got there, and as soon as I pulled in, I'm like getting my stuff together, and uh, Jenny and Tyler pulled up. And so we all walked in together, and Tyler was on the show also. Both of you? And we walk up, and we're like, hey, we're performers. And she goes, all of you? Yes, all of them. Didn't you see the colorful van that pulled up? But and then, we all piled but then they offered. Up. She's like, "You guys want to eat? It's free if you're performers." And then the room was like, you walk into a, like a doorway and it's split into two areas, like a left and a right. Yeah, a lot of the VFWs. It sounded like people like were that. eating on the left, and we all declined to eat. Um, and we just went to the right, to which was the bar area. And they immediately thought you were just drug addicts. No, um, and it was all right. They, the crowd was decent. Uh, they were pretty a lot well of old made. heads, a lot of. Uh, it was an was... older crowd. Um, Coffee closed out the show, and it was he was the perfect guy to do it because by the time he got on stage, um, like they were starting to get like they wanted an interaction with a comedian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And Coffee has that style where he will go to the crowd if and, he needs to, right? right you or know what he I mean? Will, he could out, he right. could fucking he stay in the crowd the whole time and kill it, and or right. you know him and Brandon are really good at that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like they started like Carl, 
Carl Dean was on the show, and then um, Tyler, they both did, like, opening sets, and then me and Jenny each did 15, and then Coffee came out. So by the time Coffee came out, they were ready to, like, you know. Yeah. And they were. it was totally cool. Like, no one got crazy. They got a little chatty, and Coffee talked with them and fucked with them a little bit, and it was a great show. But yeah. they, it, it seems like the type of room that needs that type of closer, someone who can go and say, "All right, what do you guys want? You guys want to fuck around, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, or it, or is that part of the effect of switching out so many comics? No, because the show was well. Was, you, I guess not that it many. Because if you had a host, you would have still done a host guesty. Never mind. I guess it, it's it not was. That many. It was still. It was a normal length show. Okay. Just instead of having a feature. Yeah, as long as you're staying that hour, hour and a half, hour forty five, right? Which is your sweet it was, spot. It was, yeah. it was, it's just one of those rooms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, they don't, they've never done comedy before. They were very well behaved for a room that had never done comedy before. But you could tell that they probably only know comedy from watching videos of heckler interactions. Yeah, the um, um. So the room, so the room I've been working, uh, it, it's, they're telling me. So I talked to them. I haven't booked into into January yet, and I was like, "Hey," and I got a couple of guys lined up already. I'm ready to go, and we're already getting into November. So if we're gonna book, we need to book out. So am I gonna book into January? And they said, "Well, let's hold off. If it doesn't pick up through Jan- uh, November or December, you know, we're probably gonna stop comedy." And I get it. It's not been, we haven't been pulling much crowds um, since the summertime. It hasn't come back in the fall yet or whatnot. On the other hand, it's like, I've offered six or seven ideas to promote this show. And not a single one of them is done. And then at one point they hired some guy that they're like, no, we're hiring a promotion guy. So you don't have to worry about it because I keep bringing it up every three or four shows when we get set, like we get mixed bag appearances, right? We will get like thirty at one show and then six at next two, and then ten at this one and then seven at this one, and it's like all right. So then I hit them up again. I'm like, let's do let's do a few of these ideas, right? Um, uh, so it's frustrating. <laughs> and they're like, like, no, yeah, and they're like, no, because they're on that fucking door fee. They just won't. So, like, throughout the year, and including this last weekend, um, there's been people that wandered over from next door. Like, next door's packed. Like, next door's probably got 200 people in it. And we have probably eight. Right? So, the bartender's not even on our side. She's just working the other side. So, there's no extra even staff, really, that's on staff for the show. There's shows. not even a bartender on that side anymore? Well, well, unless we got enough people, they just leave them on the other side because they're always packed over there. Yeah, okay. But if you're over there, I've seen them wander and they, they see people coming back and forth so then they go, what's going on here? And they walk out and they see comedy and they're like, oh, hell yeah. And then they're immediately hit up. It's $10. And it's like, if they've already bought two drinks on the other side, why the hell can't they just come in? Why, don't, why isn't your waitresses barking at them when you got a packed room over here 
hey, after they've had a couple of drinks and you know they're already in for two and they're going to be in for more, why don't we just waive that door fee and go, hey, you guys want some live entertainment next door? Who cares if they go over for one comic and then leave, right? If they have a good time while they're there, they may come back. They may plan it on a Friday night. They may, God forbid, tell somebody that they went. It's just it's frustrating because it doesn't seem like you've got any kind of push on that end. And then they'd hired they hired a um, a promotion guy who then prints out these flyers. Right. They still won't let me give away tickets, but they put these flyers that are uh, buy one, get one. So um, that's great. But they put them on the table face up with a picture on the back side of it. It says buy one, get one. No one flips them over. Nobody tells them it's there. So, like, as a host, you got to now tell them it's there. <coughs> but, like, like that's the promotion. That's the extent of the promotion of the promotion guy's done. He's, they were like, oh, no, he's going to these apartments over here. He's going he's gonna to plaster them with these flyers. I'm like, that isn't going to do nothing. I used to live in apartments. People would plaster my shit with flyers. I watered it up as soon as I got to my car. I was immediately pissed off I've been you. stepping over a political stick uh, thing that someone stuck on my door for two weeks it fell off and it's just i saw it i stepped over it when i came in i threw one away because they put two for some reason there's two doors there's three those fucking assholes don't care about all the votes they could possibly get so they're not getting probably not but that's what i'm saying like that but that was the extent that was the last i ever saw the promotion guy um you know it's like it's like they stopped pushing it on there at all to the point where i got i got a disabled comic i booked there (laughs) Um, no arms and legs. A lot of you know who he is. I message him ahead of time. This is what I got. I need. I have a couple of special needs as far as I just need a Bluetooth setup for him to hook up his mic through or whatnot. That I no problem. I get there. Nobody's even there that does the sound. They're they're off at a concert somewhere else. And then they're. Um, oh, you had this comic out there, and this is yeah. what happened to him. Yeah. So then, so me and then the door guy, who's a real super nice guy, who doesn't know, he only knows like the very basics of the shit, right? But then when we go to the soundboard, we kind of find out that the band the night before let their sound guy run it so he's got it all reset and recombobulated to his shit our sound guys off watching bands somewhere else so even though i ahead of time hey i got a comic coming that's got these fucking needs uh nothing is said there's a hundred bluetooth mics and we can't get a one of them to work because we don't know how to set this damn thing up and then so then we mess with it mess with it mess with it we end up getting a setup like this set up to where it works but we're still don't have a working mic up till five minutes before the show and it's just shit like that where it's like, man, we, 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 I booked the guy. This guy's been on stage 4,000 fucking times in his career. And then he shows up here. And don't get me wrong. They roll out the red carpet. You've been there. The green room's fucking nice. They treat us real nice, all that shit. But it, it, you can just tell, though, you, like, it's like you don't give a shit about doing the shows. It, it's, it's, you're not even there for the shows. And that's fine. You don't even need to be there for the shows. But let me do some of the basic. They have a radio advertisement that, that's like basically says, hey, there's comedy at this time. But that's it. It's just a blanket. Check out comedies on this day. And I want to send in a specified recording. Hey, your headliner for your headliners for December are so and so. You've seen them here. Da, 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 da. And it could just be a voice recording I would send in. But it would just be added to the advertisement to give a face to that. I want tickets to give away. They have a shitload of people that are there for music, right? So most of their interaction on their Facebook is from their bands. Now, that's not exactly the same crowd you're pulling from. But like you, for an example, you're a crossover crowd. There are crossover crowds. Jenny's a crossover crowd that would be like interested in the rock concerts and shit and then maybe doing some, seeing some comedy. So on that website on the, where you get all your traffic on your Facebook, I want rock trivia 
Simple rock trivia. I don't give a shit if they get the answer. I wanted to get the answer. And then give them two tickets. You got pool nights over there. You got league dart nights where there's a hundred people over there for darts. This is where they do darts. Is this motherfucker trying to parallel park in between both of our cars right now. Maybe. Yeah, he looks like he's going to succeed. That's way too far away, dude. He's going to hit the. He needs to pull up past your car more. I think he's going to do it, though. Fucking 47-point turn. Well, true, but he's got it all day. It's Sunday. But it's just, <laughs> but, but that's the point. It's just it's frustrating. There's 100 different things. They, just, they won't let you. So, like, bark next door. If we only got six or seven people in here, bark next door. You got people over here that are sitting at the bar that are drinking. Hey, man, you want to watch some comedy next door? You get them for free because you've been over here fucking drinking half the day. Like, God forbid we get three more people over there that are maybe talking about it. It's just, it, it amazed me. Those nights, the league nights, it's raffle, raffle. Two tickets, $1.00. You easily make 20 bucks back in raffle on those nights. There's 200 people there on those league nights. And there's, there's going to be some wife that'll be like, oh, honey, I want to come to comedy this Friday. It's their dart place. They can come back here on a Friday. It's just, but there's, they don't do any crossover marketing with the already base crowd that they have there. At one point, they asked me, they go, well, I wish the comics would share more of this stuff. And I'm like, they do. But what are we talking about? The, I book people from Ohio, from Michigan, from Illinois, from southern Indiana. There's Ray Hensley from Indianapolis. If Ray Hensley shares the fucking thing for this next show, is Ray Hensley and um, Keenan Waldorf. Uh, if Ray Hensley shares this thing for the next show, uh, people in Indianapolis are going to see it. They're not going to drive up there. They're not. These guys aren't just local comics. They've banned the only local comics. I can't book those two guys. Yeah. No, that's... That's an issue with, I mean, that's just, I, I'm one, I'm beginning, because once you start, like, some of these, some of these people that are uh, touring around that have, you know, big social media, or big, even, not even big, but if your social media is all you're relying on to, like, share shows and whatnot, I don't know, I'm beginning to wonder if now, like, is it now on comics that are headlining shows to start paying for their own targeted ads in the market they're going to, regardless it, of the size they it are? It very well might be. Like, that, like, no, I mean, honestly, because no, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it very, it very well might be. Because um, here, here's what I think the biggest problem I have with dealing with this particular ownership is, like I said, they're the friendliest fucking people in the world. And I don't want to get that message like wrong. But they're, they're, a lot of their market is dealing with there is music, right? Mm -hmm. They've been dealing with bands forever. And and most of their bands are, are coming from one of two things. Either a, a band that never quite made it, but's been touring and doing shit in the Midwest or whatever for 35 years, right? So they have a base following that shows up to their shows once a year. And are we'll, they cover bands or original bands? They both. Do? Okay. Yeah. Both. And then other ones are like... National touring B-listers. Like White Snake. There'll oh, be like, so like even just like nostalgia, yes. not even original members type shit. Yeah, it'll be like it'll be like the lead singer White Snake and his two and his twenty two year old band. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then, but but my point is though is those guys have a 
fan base that will come out once a right, year right. to see their show. So they're bringing fans. The venue itself, all they got to do is throw up the name. Hey, White Snake's coming, or so and so's coming, and if their particular fans are going to be there to see it. Now they want to establish a comedy room without doing the work to establish the room. Like, like I wanted them to drop the cover charge when I took over booking, so that and then. Do it, and then we'll see how we stand at the end of the year, and then we'll start talking about putting a cover back on. You know, once we've established a steady, you've got thirty people to show coming out every fucking Friday. But you've got, in order to establish a comedy, you know, goddamn well, like it takes some work to establish a comedy crowd that's going to expect comedy, you know, what to do at comedy shows, and 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 the attitude of the crowd's been great. That's the fucking shame. The crowds that do come out are always fantastic people. But it's it's just it it's so so I am like I'm headlining there in November and I'm spending my entire headlining pay on advertising for that show because I'm trying to get a video and now it might be my last chance to get a decent video out of that room. So but they've put like they got that nice backdrop in there now. That's like a thousand dollar backdrop. How, why would you spend like two thousand dollars? You got because I got one on the wall over here too for like pictures and shit that they just close with curtains. So I got two of these. You spend like two grand on backdrops, but you won't let me spend a hundred bucks a month on Facebook advertising. Like it's, yeah. it, it, I just, it doesn't understand. Like the second backdrop that's on this wall over here, let me have that thousand dollars for a year of advertising. And then I'll focus in on specific shows that I know I got a strong run. I'll fucking pop, pop, pop and try to get a crowd built up. But it's just, it's so frustrating. That, like, there were so many things that we've suggested over the year, and and none of it, not a one of it. Now, the one owner's on board, but they can't get the other owner on board because they're hung up on that door, that door. So, anyway, so we cut some promotional videos. We're sharing on Unforgettable, and we're going to try to get up a crowd for these last two months and hopefully save it. But I just don't see them putting anything into it. Even if we do show out strong for these last uh, these shows in November and December, I just don't see that being enough. To say. I mean, unless they make some changes to like allowing us to do some of the steps that we want to do, it's bullshit for you as a venue to just rely entirely on the comics. Is it or on your unpaid booker to fucking somehow well, come up with let promotions? Me, let me ask you this: Do you think maybe it's it's too frequent for the area. Maybe a once a month. That's what, and that was honestly. So, it's, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be too frequent for the area. Twice a month. But even then, that was my other thought. Was but but once a month, you're still not going to get any goddamn fans out there unless you let me say take hundred fifty dollars, throw it into this advertising once a month. You know what I mean? Until you let us do some shit, it doesn't matter if we do them twice a year. Unless motherfuckers are aware the shows are there, and and I and I still think that the sh there's plenty of traffic for shows twice a month. You saw the lounge every week. The open mic had more traffic. Yeah, I guess that is the same area. Same area, except the difference was that Jeff did not charge a cover charge, which made it more welcoming to come in. When you go to walk in, they say ten dollars. Yeah, they had a full kitchen to make their money though. True. True, absolutely, but I mean they've got no. It's still full of more menu than they got. Do they have? Do they serve food? I don't think I've yes. ever. Okay, I have, I've, I've been the there maybe four the, or five times. I've never case, ordered. I had the food. quesadillas this last time. They're really good. I've never had food that was bad, but it's the same deal where it's a, a big card menu, two sides. Okay. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Huh. 
That's what I'm saying. But it's they got and they got other businesses going on or whatnot. This comedy thing ain't ain't their nut. You know what I mean? But my point is, you don't for the money we're spending, you don't need to have that much traffic. But you still need to establish a crowd, and the crowd never got established there. And and it was like I when I came in, I agreed to start booking, and we cut their costs down incredibly. But then it was like there's no other. I mean, I I, I sat with them six times, and Jeff talked to him on another occasion to to try to get them to do any steps. And they're like, oh no, we hired a promotion guy. Okay, so what have we gotten besides these flyers that are. How much down. are you paying him that you yeah. could have just put in the ads? That's what's or... so fucking frustrating is is like that. Then they got those two banners, and it was like you spent a thousand dollars on these, only easily a thousand dollars a piece on these two banners. One of them would have done, and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous, and it cuts the stage in half, and I really like it. But now what are we can do with these. Go throw it in a closet somewhere because you're getting aware of the comedy shows come January. What about this other thousand dollar banner? How about we spend some fucking? How about we do a commercial uh, or some sort like of a, a radio commercial, something specific? I don't know. Promotion videos. Hire a camera crew. I don't know. And then when we had the shows and you said that you offer, and like when I talked to him originally and we we're going to go offer this much money, we're supposed to be offering all these headliners video and sound, remember? Oh, yeah, that was. And, 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 and he had my video for six months and I had to ask for the shit back because he wasn't getting it fucking done. Well, I remember that was, I thought that was going to be part of the deal when I performed there. Yeah. In like January. That was, uh, it was, I think it was early, early this year. That was, that was the fucking deal. We were supposed to, because we were saving them so much money and cost, part of the payment to the headliners. And I gave, they said they could give me the sound from yep. the board only. They didn't have video. Yep. I set up my own video. They gave me the sound from the board and it was nothing. It didn't even work? It didn't give me anything. There was like, it was like just some fucking like info document. It see, wasn't like see, an now, actual... that, now see mine worked. Mine has a sound and the video, but I haven't put, I still haven't seen them put together yet. I, I headlined there in April. Do you have them? Yeah, I can line it up for you. Well, there's a glitch in one of them, so there's like so like there's like a ten second glitch in the video at some point, so that's got to be like dealt with. We got to line them up first. Yeah, yeah, I do. I can line them up. I that's I'll dig them out then. But that's so like so. This last time, I'm gonna spend my entire headlining fee on a concentrated Facebook ad two days like the day before and the day of the show, like ten miles. From the fucking venue, just concentrate it, you know, so I can try to get as many people in that area. I'm, I'm hitting a bunch of people at work have hit me up. Oh, hey, when you're doing shows, and I'm, I'm pointing them all towards this one. You know how that goes. You only get about 10% of those people ever show up. You, anyway. you own one of these now, don't you? Yeah. Okay, make sure you bring that. You should be able to plug this right into the board and get uh, the mic directly from that show. And then I have this guy you can record it in 4K. Yeah, that's, this, what, that's what I want to borrow. This want to camera, borrow that, honestly, that camera. is not the best. Um, it really, like, it's 4K, but it's not, like, fucking, it really isn't that super crisp or anything. But, it, um, and it's very, like, wide. Yeah, angle. that's the only bitch about that camera is the wide the, view of it. The, the mic on it's really good. This combined with board audio, you're probably going to have to zoom yourself in when you edit it because it's such a wide angle. Yeah. But, um. Honestly, I think I think iPhones look better visually edited down than this does. Really? Well, well what I like about that is you have a tripod, don't you? Um, yeah, I never use it because uh, it's. I always end up the drop has a really nice fucking mic stand that I need to. I can't. It's so hard to like Google mic stand when they're all made. You know what I mean? This thing's made in yeah. China. It's like a. It's got the screw top like this. Yeah. 
And then right below it, it's also got a phone camera. One. I have I have one with the screw top, and so like it holds the portable battery that I use with this, and it like extends up to like five and a half feet. Yeah, that's what. But I thought that was your stand, that five foot one. No, I have like a little tiny. I gotcha. Desktop because I'm gonna stick. I want I want to stick because that does have such good mic. I want to stick that somewhere in the crowd. If I can get a decent crowd, I want to stick that somewhere in the crowd. And then get the mic sound too for the mic board, and then I always set it up in the back of the room, and it's fine. Really? Yes. This this, this thing was designed. That's for That's a country. way more compact room, though. What is in the drop? That's a way yeah. more compact. Yeah, room. you're gonna have to set this up like. Well, your tables are back pretty far, right? Mm-hmm. I'd set it up like right where the tables are in the very front. That's what I was talking about, like off to the side, like just next to some of the crowd. The very, yes, yeah. that's where I would shoot this. But from. I think I have a stand that's got the screw top. But anyway, so so that's frustrating. And, um, um, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have a strong run there for the last couple of shows, um, you know, and God forbid. But even if, even if they're like, hey, you know what, these last four shows were pretty solid. Let's go ahead and book it in January. I'll be like, listen. We need to talk. Like, if we're going to fucking book into January, we need to do an honest-to-God attempt to do some advertising. Now, we spent a year with you guys shooting well, down if, everything. if your advertising works, you can show them what you spent, and, like your little campaign you built for it, and be like, just to give you an example. You saw how this room booked out for this show. Here's what I spent, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that and that was with the other thing I was, I was telling Jeff. I was like, if I have to, I'm willing to throw a pitch where we do a show once a month. Where, uh, uh, but we'd have to be able to spend. Like you'd have to give me a budget for some fucking advertising so I can do a. Because Joe, because Joe was talking to me about uh, the Eagles Nest and that show that we they sold out that we headlined. He was like, every time that they had a big crowd in that room, they just dropped like two hundred dollars in advertising. And I was talking to Sabo at the show Friday about this. And he says, sells, book sales are like this. He's like, if I don't spend over a hundred bucks, nothing happens. You know, if he spends 40 bucks in advertising, he sells uh, 30 books and he makes $4. If he sells, spends $200 in advertising, he spends, sells 200 books and he fucking makes $80. You know, he's like, it's, it's the most frustrating thing because he's like, you have to like buy your sales. And, uh, but I think it's what it is. And if I want a good video with a good crowd, like, because like, I'm looking at it this way, like, this is probably, I'm assuming this is the last time I headlined this room since uh, that room's going to shut down. So I'm, I'm doing everything I can to get a good crowd in there, even if it means spending my headlining fee all entirely on advertising, so that if I can get a decent goddamn video cut, you know, 45, 55 minute video that I can then chop up and use for some submissions and shit, then, then I guess that's what I'll get out of it. But all, my, my best video is like three years old at this point. Yeah, I have one from, it was either, maybe, I think it's the beginning of this year or the end of last year. I can't remember. Yeah. That's my newest, that's the only, that's the what I've been, one. only one I've been using for anything. It's, just, it's so hard to get a good video. But that is our time. Uh, man, you can reach, uh, you got anything, you got anything here coming up? Uh, let me open up my thing. I will be nope. November 10th. I might be at the Lincoln Lodge. I'm not positive on that yet. Uh, November 24th, I'll be headlining Decibels on the Rocks 
in Portage, Indiana. Come on out and get a chance to get your laughter uh, on video. What do you got? Hold on. I can't find my shit. Here we go. Dates. Where's that? I will be. Okay. It's October, November 10th and 11th. I'll be headlining at the drop in South Bend. Drop in South Bend, November 10th. You're in the Chicago area, come out to Lincoln Lodge. If you're in the northern Indiana area, come out to South Bend. If you're in Fort Wayne, come out to South Bend. Cam Cooper will be featuring. There you go. Cammy Cam Cooper will be featuring. So uh, you can reach us at uh, LMFIVEPod at Gmail. That's LMFIVEPod at Gmail. You can reach me at Dean Journey and Comedy at Gmail. You can reach Jason LaFoon by reaching out to the show. Find us on Facebook. If you're feeling generous, reach out. Patreon slash Light Me at Five. And that is our show. Light Me at Five. <laughs> Light me at five. 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 Light me at five. You're going to be like, well, it's legal shit I'm working on.